Hey, it's Tony Bruski along with Jenny and Carol Hughes inviting you to come check out our brand new podcast, Office Horror Stories. You don't get a fart in my presence and just leave it. When I pick up a cup, I try to take a sip. It's Greg's chew. Like, <laughs> spit take right That's into the so screen. Gross. I know. You can't unhear that. It's a show jam-packed with stories of crazy bosses, insane co-workers, and workplaces from hell. I'm seriously getting in trouble right now for being a hard worker. Pick your ear, nose, rub your eye that clearly probably is pink eye. Here, let me handle those apples for you. So not only is it gross that you're getting bacteria onto the money, but you're getting bacteria up into... something else. And the best part, you're invited to share your workplace nightmare or office horror story as well. Just search office horror stories wherever you download podcasts, click subscribe and start binging away now. You know, I'm single and then I listen to stories like that and I'm like, that person found someone. (laughs) What? You've been carrying on a not so discreet affair with one of the day shift supervisors and it skipped town with her and literally thousands of dollars of client money that have been earmarked for employee incentives. I wish I had a kid because if I had a kid, I could call in sick a lot. I could leave early a lot and not saying you know that they were making it up. But yes, I have worked with people who made that shit. Our brand new podcast, Office Horror Stories. New episodes weekly available wherever you download podcasts. Hi, my name is Nicole, and I am a dispatcher at night for a security company. And usually not many things happen at night, but there was this one time where this the building that I was working at started rumbling. So I called out on the radio that the building was rumbling. Um, and then I'm alone in the building. I heard a couple doors slam. I called out on the radio that the doors were slamming. Um, and I totally heard someone in the building. I get three you know, officers to come clear the building for me. Um, you know, no zombies inside. But when they are, you know, at the front door of my office talking to me, um, the elevator comes up and it dings and they all grab their guns and I run back in the office. Um, but there was no one in the elevator. That's how it seems to, to happen sometimes. It's doors opening. It's noises that are unexplained being made. And you don't know what it is. You try to investigate, you get others involved, and there's still no explanation. Sometimes it stops there. Sometimes it keeps going. Sometimes it goes beyond the doors opening. And sometimes it starts to affect you as an individual, your moods, your sleep, your personality. And sometimes it goes even further than that. But how do you know how far it's going to go in those first days when things unexplained start happening around you? On today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online, EPP bonus episode number 276, we hear several ghost stories that start out fairly benign and slowly take step by step by step up that ramp of paranormal activity to places that initially no one could have predicted where they were to go. Is there a reason why generation after generation, one family seems to be drawn to the same distant places and experiences? A haunting that starts out calm and peaceful quickly turns dark once the trust of the living has been gained. 
And when your childhood is surrounded by spirits, the idea of seeing ghosts is not very shocking. It's just part of life. Which is why for one child, the ghost girl who joins in for an afternoon of cartoon watching is met with little caution. Those are just some of the stories that we're going to be talking about today on Real Ghost Stories Online. My name is Tony Brisky. Stay with us. Coincidences. We all have them, and in many cases, that just seems to be what they are. Sometimes the paths of life that we go down or that previous family members have gone down tend to repeat themselves in certain ways, shapes, and forms. Maybe not identically, but maybe you end up at the same church or the same restaurant or get married in the same place that other family members did. Is that a coincidence or is that just kind of part of life, especially if you're in the same area? When it starts to get off further and deeper out of just the normal beaten path that you uh, tend to go down every day, then it starts to raise some eyebrows. Like, why? Why would we have this in common? Something that is not on our normal cycle of, of a day or a week or a month or a year. And you start to wonder, what is this in me that was also in them, family members who've come before us, that were drawn to certain places and certain things, especially when it's not a learned behavior? What is that? Is that a coincidence? Or is that something deeper? Is that something calling us to them? Calling a family to it. What is that all about? In our next story, we hear about many coincidences that one woman starts to recognize that happens in her family as she moves into adulthood and the next phase of her life as she gets married. Take a listen. My grandmother passed away this year. There are always signs for me. Things I dream about here whispered in my ear are things in everyday life that I notice. My grandmother got very sick right as I was getting married in June. No one wanted to tell me exactly how sick. She'd been battling congestive heart failure for more than a year, but she was 94 years old and as sharp as ever. I suppose we thought she could never die. So many close calls avoided. She was the backbone of the family. She held all our different personalities together in a beautiful woven design. When my husband asked me to marry him, I knew things were changing. My grandmother would tell me so many cool stories of her and my grandfather, whom I'd lost seven years ago. She'd tell me about their wedding and their honeymoon, things I'd never known. Little did I know that we had chosen the same location for our honeymoon that they did. Little did I know, we got married in the same month they did. Coincidence, I guess. On the day of my wedding, she was incredibly sick. We decided to go see her before we left that week for our honeymoon. And as always, she was still sharp as a whip. She spoke to both of us for about an hour when no one was watching us and I was holding her hand. She said, 
You're going to be okay now. He's so wonderful. I love you. We planned to come back to see her on our way home from the honeymoon. In the car, I distinctly heard my grandfather's voice say in my ear, It's time, Gob. It was my childhood nickname. At that point, I knew he was coming to take her home, and it wouldn't be long. That final weekend, my grandmother had slipped away. She was breathing, but she wasn't speaking. She was just resting at this point. She was comfortable. I went to stay with her and my aunt and two female cousins. We all stayed by her side. We told stories of growing up together. We laughed and we cried. At one point, my aunt laid her phone down by my grandmother's ear. We played a recording of my son's piano performance for her. Then we played some bagpipe music for her. That was her favorite. When the bagpipe stopped, it was quiet. And we all heard a crash from the kitchen. Everyone looked at me to go see what happened because they know I've been on investigations before and completely believe in the paranormal. And I'm not afraid of it. I walk into the kitchen, assuming some plates shifted in the sink, but there are no dishes. Can't figure it out. I see a basket lying on the floor. It has a loop at the top that sits on a metal peg about four inches tall. My grandma kept her plastic bags in it. I've seen a lot of things in the years I've done investigations, most of which I could explain away, but not this one. It was impossible for this basket to come up and off this metal peg. It weighed probably a pound and had to come up four inches and fall. Nothing was close to it, and no one was there except us. I truly believe my grandmother was telling us she had already left her shell of a body, and that was her last time to get our attention and tell us thank you for the music. I'll never forget this moment as it's one of the few experiences I know to be completely paranormal. But my paranormal experiences with my family do not end there. My next experience, I purchased a trailer. My son and I were very excited to be starting over together in this little home. I knew some backstory of the home and assumed it may have some slight weirdness to the energy. But this was before I really started to understand cleansing a space and the need to clear out old energy before you enter that space. The first experience I had was home alone. My son was out playing and I was reading a book on my couch. I remember thinking, good lord, he's really in there snoring away before my mind caught up and I remembered I was home alone. As soon as I realized I was alone, the sound from the back bedroom stopped. I got up calmly and got my purse and went to a friend's house for the evening. The second thing that happened in my home was I came home from the store. It was evening, so it was dark. Now, if you park in front of my house, it can see straight through into my kitchen. I had the blinds open earlier that day and hadn't closed them yet. I was on the phone in my driveway chatting away. I investigate my kitchen and see the perfect outline of a man standing in the kitchen. The light in the living room was behind them, and since the kitchen light was off, all I could see was the outline. I wasn't really scared until I remembered there shouldn't be anyone in my house. And that's where we're going to stop it for today and the preview portion of Real Ghost Stories online EPP bonus episode number 276. To hear all of our stories on this episode, become an extra podcast person. Only $5 a month to do so. You get access to this and all 276 bonus episodes, advanced episodes of the show, commercial free, and a lot of other extras. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories is where you sign up to become an extra podcast person. So please do that and help keep us on the air. We'll continue the show 
and discover a haunting that starts out very calm and peaceful, quickly turning dark once the trust of the living has been gained. Also, when your childhood is surrounded by spirits, the idea of seeing ghosts not so shocking anymore, just part of life. Which is why for one child, the ghost girl who joins in for an afternoon of cartoon watching is not met with any sort of caution at all. We'll hear that story and much more. To hear it, become an extra podcast person, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to become an EPP and hear it all. Until next time, for Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Brisky. Thanks for listening. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. 